Hey everybody, it's Doug Schaff with Remax Oceanside and MakeManYourHome.com. In uh, this week's episode of the Make Man Your Home podcast, I'm coming over and I'm seeing Tanner Campbell with Portland Pod. As you guys know, I do a podcast every week and I do it audio and video. So Kelly Schaff, my brother, as you guys know, do all the video. He does all the video work. Who, who I don't talk about enough is Tanner. He takes the audio version of my podcast. I literally just throw him a wave file and he does his magic and puts it out there for all of you to listen to. Um, so I'm over here chatting with Tanner Campbell today. So let's do this. All right, so I'm over here now with uh, Tanner Campbell, and uh, hey, thanks for having me, man. Yeah, man. Hey, see thanks if, for coming by. See if we can reach over yeah, around, around these, like around these microphones. Thing. I like this. So uh, this is this is awesome. This is really why I wanted to do this because I love doing this podcast, and I thought it would be awesome to come into this this studio, get the real microphones, <laughs> get the headphones on. This is like you know we're in a, we're in the radio business. Here. Supreme quality upgrade. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So this is that is exactly why I want to do this. This is one of the cool coolest businesses I think that you know any of my friends and people I know have I love this I love this whole idea but before we dive into your business mm, yeah let's learn a little bit about you man let's so, ask the questions the big one mm. where are you from <laughs> I was born in Concord New Hampshire I lived in a little town called Sugar Hill which I think to this day has about 800 people in it so very oh, small oh, town oh, rural those, does it have a stoplight or no it's got a few stoplights it does. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it's it's home to the sugar hill sampler if anybody's familiar they actually closed which is a bummer uh, and they do like this flower festival every year that's what they're fa- that's what they're famous for yeah that's, yeah, nice. that's like their festival of the year and yeah. my dad owned a business here on commercial street called orca the oil recovery corporation of america oh okay like Exxon Valdez spill, that here kind of stuff. Here in Portland? Yeah, here in Portland. Right oh, in nice. Yeah. And so they would always travel back and forth. And so New Hampshire and Maine were kind of like, I would camp on Mosier Island and Jewel Island when I was a kid. And oh, nice. And it was a lot of back and forth. Gotcha. Company went back bankrupt in like 91. Okay. Moved to Florida. Because back then, and I'm sure you remember this, work was hard to find in the 90s if you didn't, if you didn't have a job in Maine. It was not a good place to not have a job. Right. Uh, and so we moved to Florida. Some things happened. Parents got divorced, blah, blah, blah. Life goes on. 25 years later, I think, I'm tired of Florida. <laughs> I <laughs> yeah. got a job at United Way of Greater Portland, came up here. I was in IT at the time, doing podcasting on the side for about 10 years at that point. Oh, neat. And then realized that I just didn't want to do IT anymore. Yeah. And thought, I should start my own business. What should it be? IT right. company? Nah, thanks. I've done that already. That yeah. wasn't very fun. Uh, and podcasting just kind of seemed to be the natural go-to. Right. And I had a friend say... You know, what would be really great is if you put a podcasting studio in this little empty ATM space next to the breezeway at Camden Bank. Yeah. You know, at Canal 2 or 2 Canal Plaza. Yeah, sure. So it was available. There was no ATM in there. So I called up uh, Tim Soley and I was like, I got a crazy idea. And Tim goes, I like crazy ideas. What was the crazy idea? And I go, I want to put a podcasting studio in this little tiny 60 square foot space. Yeah. And he goes, all right, I'll give that to you for free for eight months. Wow. But I got to run it past Camden Bank, and I got to run it past the attorneys that take up all the floors in that building. Sure, they got to be good with it. Yeah, yeah. because I'm, ba- I'm basically in the front of their, you know, in the front of their building. I better not be doing anything crazy. So yeah, went back and forth for a few months, and it ended up not working out. But in those few months, I was looking for a studio B because sixty square foot's not that big. I can't have you sitting in that space, right? 
Yeah, that seems that seems small. What are we in now? What's this? This is 200 square foot, and we're getting ready to expand out to another 200 square foot. So yeah. we're slowly growing. Right, right. My aim is to take over half of this building. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah you might as well. And then the whole building. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and open this up, and honestly, I didn't realize it at the time, but what ended up being the case is that I was just the first to market. Mm-hmm. And everybody noticed, and then all of a sudden, clients started coming in. You came in. Right. I started growing faster than I really could handle and then just kind of found a way to manage it. And now here I am. This is what I do full time. That's awesome. Yeah. We'll talk a lot. We'll talk a lot about your business because I think it's one of the coolest businesses going. I mean, it's just, it's just so much fun. Thank you, man. I appreciate um, that. Um, but anyway, let's, let's talk a little bit more about, uh, you know, uh, your life growing up and all that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. Concord came over here to Portland a bunch. You mm-hmm. never lived here in Portland though, right? No, never did. Growing, I'm right. not an official Mainer. You're not, right. Everyone will let me know. That's okay. I'm not either. Yeah. <laughs> Even though I've been here for like almost 30 years. Doesn't I, count. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't count. <laughs> doesn't so, count. <laughs> uh, what was it like though? Uh, like how old were you when you went down to Florida? I was, I had my 10th birthday in Florida, so I must've been eight or nine when we moved. Okay. Yeah. So sure. young. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so second, third grade, somewhere around there. I think okay. I transitioned in. I transitioned into the third grade when I stepped down. And I remember that the school systems were not at the same pace. Oh. So when I got here, I think I was behind. Oh, interesting. And so I had to do a couple months of like remedial courses to get up to speed. Yeah. Uh, and then the transition was pretty good after that. Pretty good there. Yeah. yeah, but I never liked Florida. Everybody up here, you know, they'll complain about the winter. Or a lot of Mainers will complain about the winter. And they'll say, if you can't stand the winter, you don't deserve the summers. Uh, you've ever heard <laughs> right. that? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I was one of those people that just never was able to adjust to the extreme humidity mm-hmm. in Florida. I could not do it in, com- in combination with the heat. Right. Hated it from day one. Yeah. Moved down there, was like a healthy boy, liked to go outside, climb trees, get sap in my hair. You know, like yeah. I was definitely one of those kids. And then can't do that a lot. I just there, could not be that kid yeah. anymore. So, as far as my quality of life for me, like I felt like it wasn't very good quality of life. Of course, yeah. you know, we always had food on the table, my dad had a job, and things were fine, but I never liked it. Right. And so I was always looking for a way to get out. And when I was 20, 27, 28, mm-hmm. I took a one year. I took a job in Denver, Colorado. Oh, neat. And that was the year that they legalized marijuana. Oh, good. And so my rent went from like $1,400 a month to like $2,700 a month. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) And we had to move back to Florida. (laughs) Right. Okay. So I would have been a Coloradian. Right. But now I'm a Mainer. A fake Mainer. A fake Mainer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What what made you pick uh, Portland, though? Was it like- You're going to laugh at this. Okay. So I love New England. Yeah. I've always wanted to come back to New England. I've got mm-hmm. one of those fantasies. I don't know if any other people out there have the fantasy of buying their childhood home back. Yeah. I've always wanted to do that in New Hampshire, but I've always at least wanted to come back to New England. Yeah, sure. And I pitched that to, to my girlfriend, Brittany, who is a native Floridian. She has no interest in coming to New England, right? She, but, right. But when we went to Colorado, one of the things she really liked about it was that they were old cities. They were older than Florida because Florida right. is so new in so many regards. A lot of it looks the same. Yeah, right. Yeah, Very yeah, cookie exactly. cutter. Here yeah. in Denver, there were brick buildings and big mountains, and she really, really liked it. And I said, I think you'd like New England if you went. You just don't know what to expect, and so the uncertainty makes you think you're not going to like it. Right. And she said, okay, well, let's pick some places we might go to live. And now this is after about four years after returning from Denver that we're doing this, mm-hmm. uh, 2017. We make a list of Portland, Denver, Boston, <laughs> and uh, that's already quite a San list. Francisco, which was almost out immediately because of the price, right? right and yeah, we yeah. knew that going into it, but yeah. we wanted to put it there. Yeah, if Denver is expensive, yeah, yeah. San Fran is. <laughs> and it was one other place that I can't re- remember what the name of it was, but or even what state it was in. But we came up with ten metrics. 
walkability, restaurants, nightlife, mm-hmm. like the things that were important to us. Yeah. Well, all those things so far is like Portland's top yeah. of the list. <laughs> yeah. So, so we did a, we did a one through 10. Yeah. And we would grade them one through 10 on a half point scale. So you could have a, a full number or a number and a half. Isn't that cool? And then when we added it together and averaged it, Maine won by like half. Really? Like half a point. Oh, that's so fun. And, and so we came to Portland because Maine was Because the, of that half a point. Because of that half a point. Otherwise, we would have been in, <laughs> I think otherwise we would have been in Boston. Otherwise, we would have been in Colorado. That, like, that was the order. Isn't that something? Isn't yeah. that something? Do you still have that? Any, I think any we of probably that work? still have that spreadsheet that, somewhere. That'd be, that'd be hilarious. If yeah. we do, I'll get it to you. I'd love to see it. it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'd love that'd to see cool it. That'd be cool in the show be, notes. Be, yeah, yeah. I'll look for really it. Fun. I'm sure we have it because in Google Drive, I must still have it. Yeah, you might have to do some searches and stuff. But yeah, no, that's that would be really funny if you did. So that was in like. Uh, 2017, so just a couple years ago. Yeah, I moved here in December 2017, which when I came, everybody was like, this was not the year to pick. Because mm. that was the year we had like eight Nor'easters all yeah. in a row. Yeah, that was they a tough They just would not stop. <laughs> and I'm like, this is this is great. Yeah. <laughs> People were snowboarding in downtown Portland. I, I, and I, I love like, it. What? Yeah, I, I love it myself, but I know what you mean. Yeah, some people that may not like the winners are like, eh. Well, my, know, dad sa- my dad always says, well, that's because you never had to shovel it. Right. And he's right. You know, I romanticized that I was building snowmen mm-hmm. and I was building, you know, tunnels and forts. And so the snow is amazing to me. Yeah. But now that I have to deal with it, I don't know. It's not so bad. It's, yeah, you know, I mean, if you get a snowblower, you know, get have a, snow a, have a buddy with a plow, then, you know, you can. You my can my first out. year here, I was, I was out in like uh, workout shorts and an undershirt just shoveling. <laughs> and the neighbor across the street is looking at me like I'm insane. I'm like, this is the best. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. The new guy here. Yeah, the yeah, new guy is trying to prove something. <laughs> That's really funny. They're like, where are you from? I'm in Florida. They go, you're nuts. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's really funny. Um, okay, well, great. So came here a couple of years ago. Uh, you landed a job at United Way, mm-hmm. which uh, we won't talk too much about that because I know that you kind of left that behind for this stuff. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. <laughs> so let's jump in and talk about the business. Uh, the Portland Pod, um, again, to me, it, it's one of the coolest businesses. I remember like for me about a year ago, uh, coming up on about a year ago is when I was like, I was in the planning phase mm-hmm. of, hey, I want to... I'm going to, you know, 2019 is going to be the year for me to do videos and podcasts and stuff yep. like that. And uh, ever since then, it seems like everybody's talking about podcasts. You know, I don't know what it is. It's like the buzz in marketing. And and here you were. All I did was like podcast Portland, Maine and boom. <laughs> and that was that. And then when I was talking about being first to market, yeah. normally if I had tried to do that in Florida, no way. There would have been other solutions, right? There's no way I would have been the only thing to pop up. Right. I, just, I got lucky in a big way. I remember you saying that, and I was like, I, I, honestly, I was surprised. You know, like when mm-hmm. I did my Google search, and I was like, there's a podcasting company in South Portland near Cash Corner? I'm like, wait a minute, what? Where is it? In the Irving <laughs> gas station? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was like, yeah. what the heck's going on? You know, and uh, and that's how you and I met, you know, because I hooked up with you and came over and chatted and all that stuff. Um, talk to me a little bit about how the, how the business got started. I know... Um, you told me that down in Florida, podcasts are big. Like that's kind of like one of the big things. So nationally, for the most part, podcasts are big. Mm-hmm. Maine is a little bit. What seems to be a little bit of an outlier when it comes to tech and social. Mm-hmm. It seems to be like just a couple or maybe three years behind. That's, so, so when I got we're here, we're a few years behind on just about yeah, everything in Maine. But, but I, <laughs> I heard somebody say something interesting. It was pretty recently. I wish I could remember who said it. I think one of our clients is Marshall Communications. So she interviews a lot of like CEOs from different businesses. Oh, nice. And someone was talking about tourism or something in Maine. I'm sure it was one of her interviewees. And they were talking about how Maine has this really unique feature where it is not a place that people go through to get somewhere else. It's only where someone ends. Right. 
And that's so, a, that's and so for that yeah. reason, it hasn't had to be developed in the same ways because it's not servicing an influx and outflux, if that's the opposite of that, of people. Right. With the exception of maybe the tour business, which, is, which didn't start until like post 9-11, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Tourism has really become like in the last decade, yeah. you know. So I got here and I saw an opportunity and I jumped in and the way that I was able to make it happen, really. So I called a lot of co-working spaces, of which in Portland there seem to be an abundant amount. Right? There is a lot. Yeah, there's yeah. none in South Portland. Yeah. As far as I know, this is the only one in South Portland. It's the only one I'm aware of, but I have, you know, I'm not, I don't keep don't an eye sure. on it. I don't, I don't keep an eye on it as much. So for anybody, and we didn't mention this, uh, I'm yeah. in the Sopo Co-Works co-working space in South mm-hmm. Portland. I'm in the south half of the building. Soon what's, I will take what's over the, the old building. What's the address here? Uh, 1486. 1486. Broadway. So if anybody wants to stop in and bug Tanner. Yeah, absolutely. Or yeah. bug James, the owner of Sofa Go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He loves being bugged. Yeah. Uh, and I had reached out to a bunch of co-working spaces and I was like, look, I don't have enough money to buy a piece of property. Mm. Yep. But if you can rent me some space, I can build a podcasting studio, which would be a benefit to the business I'm trying to build. And it could be a benefit to you. You would be the only co-working space that had a podcasting studio. Right. And I went to like the big ones, which I, I'm not going to name them. Everybody knows who they are. And they were just not interested. I think they didn't see it. I didn't convey it well enough. Or they didn't see the vision of it. Yeah. And when I came here, James was like, that sounds like a great idea. I was nice. like, oh, okay, let's do it. So he gave me a steep discount on the space, so great. long as I allowed his members to use the space, which until recently I did. That's changed now, of course, because it's almost a year later. Okay. Like mm-hmm. they could book the space the way they'd book a meeting room. Oh, so okay. if they wanted to create a podcast in here, you know, like every a few times a month, they could book the space, and if it was available, I'd let them in, and I'd let them use the equipment, and that was the deal. Oh, great! Oh, okay, excellent. What? A, yeah, what? A, what a deal! Yeah, I yeah. thought so. Yeah, uh, nice. he thought so too. Thankfully, yeah, good. And I went to my existing clientele, which was I was doing things in very in like a side hustle kind of way at that point. Mm-hmm. So I had six clients, I think, yep. and I approached all six of them, and I said, "I'll tell you what, I'll give you fifty percent off an entire year." If you pay the whole year up front. Okay. Now, I was already not charging what I'm charging now because I was just doing it as a side hustle. And so it was a very steep discount. Yeah. And four of those six people or three of those six or something like that jumped on. And all of a sudden, I had like 15000 ish dollars to put into this place. Right. Built it out, bought the equipment I needed, and it became something more like what it looks like today. And right. then when I started to dry, grow it marketing-wise, I took a loan out from a friend of mine and have just – it's been – I've been – I say this a lot. I feel like I could not have done what I've done here in any other state. I feel yeah, like that's the, that's it. obviously I don't know other states, you know, and how they, how they are with podcasts and stuff. But I could see that, you know. Um, there's something very unique about that. Some I've also heard somebody say that while Portland only has like like all, I think sixty five thousand people in it, right? That it operates like a city that has a million people in it. It does, and then economically, that is very bizarre, right? Because well, the summertime we we go way up. I think over one hundred and twenty thousand or mm-hmm. something like that. You know, a summer. You know, people that have just just come here for that mm-hmm. time period. But um, but yeah, uh, yeah, I would agree with it. Well, especially just from like you said with a tech, you know how we are with technology and everything. But podcasting now, all of a sudden, just seems like people are talking about it's because it. business is getting it right. And business is getting it because larger entities like Spotify are getting it. Yeah. And now business is like, oh, do we need to pay attention to this? Like they did with blogging or like they did with YouTube videos. Right. Yikes. I think we need to be paying attention to this. Right. And now these businesses, some of the ones that we work with, Marshall Communications, we're doing some demo work for for Memic right now. We're hoping to bring them on. Some other big names here in Maine that are working with us that we're hoping to bring on pretty soon. Right. And – 
they're who are they going to turn to? There is literally no other solution in Maine other than right here. And Maine is so we want to work with people here. Mm-hmm. They're they're of that mentality. Mainers for Mainers, right? That I mean, I'm the, I'm the obvious choice. And that is that was not like I didn't have some fantastic strategy. I didn't know that going into it, but I've been the beneficiary of of that feature of this state, right? Which yeah. has been great. Yeah, perfect. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you to everybody. Um, so I, I guess that's a pretty good segue to say let, let's talk about like the services that you mm-hmm. you know provide and all that because uh, I of course only know what you do for me and you know I went into 2019 thinking oddly enough I was like hey I want to do a podcast but I knew I, I knew I also had to do video because that's a big thing in real estate you know I got to get my face out in front yep. of people and stuff but I was more excited about the the podcast <laughs> you know this is cool and neat and video's been around for a while yeah oh, podcasting is well, yeah we've been talking yeah. yeah, exactly we've been talking about video for four years now mm-hmm. and it's like you know oh, our podcast sounds kind of fun so I kind of combine the two you know as you know and you yep. know I do both and I have you do the the audio stuff so I really I only know that you know you take my things on a weekly or bi-weekly basis and make it happen. Um, but uh, what other kind of services do you provide? So if I imagine the whole process is like a sales funnel, because mm-hmm. it is, right, to some extent, sure. I have a lot of free content out there, right? I keep a blog that I write pretty regularly in, a lot mm-hmm. of tips, good advice, so people can become familiar with who I am and how knowledgeable I am about what I do. Right. After that, I have a course that I think you took. I, oh, yeah, that's right. So yep. it's got like 30 videos in it. It's got like 20,000 words worth of content in it. It yep. goes through branding and technical. Great and information. Like literally yeah. everything you could need to know. That is also free. Right. Uh, it didn't start out that way, but then I gave it away free to somebody and they loved it so much that I was like, I'll just give it away for free. Now that's all run through the league. The is League that, of Maine podcast. Okay. Yeah. I, I only said the league because I wasn't sure if you wanted to promote that. Or no, <laughs> yeah, I should. I feel like people start talking to me and they un- they undo that. They unfurl the, these robes of things that I'm in. It's just like, right. how are you doing all these things exactly? Like, there's way too much going on here. <laughs> yeah. So we have 300 students that take that course right now. Yeah. 306 students in that course. That's great. Yeah. And that is a way that people can come to me, and they can't. Some people can't afford to hire me, mm-hmm. and but I still want to help them because I know that if I help them, that eventually they'll become successful on their own, and they will be able to hire me. Right. So that's kind of like lead building in a way. I'm giving them value. I'm helping them grow. But that is not my target market because my monthly at this point, and this wasn't the case when you came on, you know that, right. uh, is twelve twenty five for non non corporate and thirty one fifty for corporate, and that's one episode a week. Right. So th- that means that there's a market I can't serve, it's, but I've got to do something for them because I want them to succeed. Right. Uh, on top of those things, I also uh, do consultations and I'll do talks. I've just started doing talks, Hudson University. Uh, a couple of community radio things that have been going on. I just spoke at the Weston for the for the Alliance for Community Media Northeast Region conference mm-hmm. that they just had, and that was fun. Yeah. But my bread and butter is pretty much corporate enterprises right. that realize they need to add this to their existing marketing strategies. Yeah. And that they cannot – they don't want to in-house it because it takes too much work. There's overhead. You got to hire an employee. There's benefits for that. Sure. So they just want to – they might record it where they are, maybe, where they can come here and record it here. Like one of the newest clients we just signed was Spinnaker Trust. Okay. Do you know Spinnaker? I've heard the name. So they're a financial institute. Mm-hmm. Uh, here they help you manage funds and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you can tell how long they've been working with us. They, they manage funds and stuff. <laughs> yeah, right. And so they wanted As you do more to, podcasts, you'll learn about them. <laughs> they, they, wanted to, they wanted to come here and have a place to record their quarterly updates and other things that were relevant in the industry. And so they they had tried to do this on their own before, but they noticed that there wasn't good quality. 
that the editing took too long because mm. for like an hour's worth of content, it's like three and a half hours worth of editing. Yeah. And I, that's if you know what you're doing. I believe it. If you yeah. don't know what you're doing, you're spending 12 hours editing. Right. And you yeah, because you got to like figure it, it out as you good. go. And, yeah. yeah. And it's not your thing. Right. And so most businesses have, most successful businesses have discovered that, and I don't care what industry you're in, if it's not your thing, pay someone else to do it. Yeah. Otherwise, you're going to waste a lot of time and time is money. Mm-hmm. And so that, companies come to me. That's why I came to you. <laughs> companies come to me and they they just say, "Look, we want this. We've got the content. We can make it good. We need somebody to do the engineering. We need somebody to help us with marketing because we don't know how to grow a podcast audience." Right. So that's something that I do now that was has been added since you started. Is we we add marketing elements. We'll do Facebook advertising for folks, Instagram advertising management. Oh, good. And now all of a sudden. Of course, because the price went up, we had to raise what we offered. We're no longer just editing and recording. Now you get all these other things, transcriptions and artwork creation and stuff like that. Sure. And now we are presenting ourselves as a start a podcast. You come up with the content. We will literally do everything else for you. So you just need to show up to our studio, record, leave, and we've got it from there. We t- oh, interesting. Okay, good. Right. So kind of like a turnkey, like if somebody wakes up in the morning and says, hey, I want to start a podcast and they're, let's say, a big organization or medium-sized organization, Mm -hmm. they can just come to you and boom, it's done. Yep. It's it's generally, it's like a two-month onboarding process. It can be a month if they've really got their stuff together before they get here. Yeah. But generally, there's a two-month onboarding process where we're trying to get a number of episodes ahead Mm -hmm. because it's never a good idea to record and release in the same week. Right. Because then if something goes wrong. You miss an episode, yeah. and that's no good. Right? Right. We've we've gone through that, right? Oh yeah. You yeah, get the absolutely. benefit of having a vacation, mm-hmm. and then you don't li- and you don't miss any episodes because right. you're ahead. Because you're yeah, exactly. And same things happen with business. Like maybe at the end of the year, they're just too busy to come in here and record. But that's cool because we've got you know two months worth of episodes ahead, and they can let that happen. Right. Well, which makes it difficult when working with podcasts that are not evergreen, right? Meaning their content is time time sensitive. Oh, gotcha. They'll mention yeah. a date or something. Right, right. We yeah. only have, and this isn't by design, but we only have a couple of clients that are like that. And so we'll have to put them on like a weekly or maybe an every other week's cycle. So they're only maybe a week ahead. Right. I see what you're saying. But Right, because if we're talking about something now, you can't. Right, if it's yeah, a current news you can't event post or something. It six yeah, weeks right. in that. Yeah, exactly. People are like, yeah, we know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Uh, All right. So. So typically, if somebody's watching this and they're in a medium to bigger size company looking at a podcast, you dev- you can do the production, the editing, the recording, and also market it the, the, yep. all, the whole nine yards. Grow it. We can also help them develop revenue streams, new revenue streams based on it, or we can we can help them implement strategies to reinforce their existing revenue streams. Right. Now, um, that's awesome. But let's let's uh, come back to like the. Uh, I guess the smaller guy, so to speak, like somebody like me, like, I mean, I was, I was really impressed when I reach out to you. I came over here. I think we chatted for like an hour or so. And, mm-hmm. um, I mean, you did everything from tell me like what to buy, you know what I mean? What gear I needed. You know, obviously I said, Hey man, I, you know, I maybe have a few hundred dollars, <laughs> you know, what do I get? And you're like, Hey, use your phone, get this microphone, boom, yeah. boom, boom, you know, and, and off I went. And, um, and to, and to me, because you did not start with me. And that's part of the strategy, right? right? You didn't come here to hire me right out of the gate. Right. You went out, did it on your own, found out how much work was involved, got into your groove. It was pretty fast. And, and, you, and I think it was like a few months, right? It wasn't that <laughs> yeah, long. it was maybe a month. I was like, I can't do this. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. then you were like, okay, mm-hmm. I trust Tanner. He's mm-hmm. gotten me to this point. Yeah. I think I'll pay him. Right. And that's what all that stuff is for. Yeah. Like it's a, I mean, that sounds almost like it's not, it's dishonest, but it's really just me saying, look, I want you to get to this point. Yeah. So I'm willing to put in the time. Like, I don't, I didn't charge you to come in here and sit down, did I? Oh, no, no, not at all. Yeah. So I just come in, sit down, I'll talk with you. 
Yeah, and the and the League of Podcasters. What's the full name? League of League Maine? of Maine Podcasters at yeah. League of Maine Podcasters dot com, and it'll forward you to what is just essentially a Facebook group. Right, right. And it's sixty two members at this point. Yeah, and anyone who is a podcaster in Maine or is thinking about becoming a podcaster in Maine, they can join for free. Yeah, and it's it's an approval process. You don't have to do anything. I just. I get the request. Don't and I you look do at like your, a keg stand or anything? No, yeah, no hazing or anything. <laughs> yeah. But I get the request, yeah. and then I'll check out your Facebook profile to make sure you're actually from Maine. Yeah. And I've got people who will try to come in from Massachusetts or New Hampshire, and I'm like, look, at some point we might expand this and make it the New England League of Podcasters, but that's not what it is now, so sorry. Yeah. Hopefully one day, New England League of Podcasters. Yeah. That would be kind of cool. Could be fun. Why not? Yeah. Right we now can, it's just Lomp. We can have an event in Concord. Or yeah. uh, what's the t- name of the town you were in? Concord. That's where you grew up. Yeah, okay. that's where yeah. Grew. Well, Sugar Hill. Sugar Hill. Yeah, that's that'd it. be great. Yeah. <laughs> in my old childhood home. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, that's a great group. I, I really enjoy that. There's a lot of good people there that kind of share information. You know, it's really, it's, mm-hmm. that's a great group. Is there any other services that you want to, you know, point out? I would really encourage anybody who is interested in podcasting and wants to learn and doesn't want to pay any money for that resource to check out learn.portlandpod.com. Okay. Because that's where you can enroll in the course. Yep. The only thing you pay is your email address. I'm going to get your email address if you take the course. Mm-hmm. Right up front, I don't spam people. Right. And I'll probably send an email every three months. Yeah. And it will usually be you know, something like, hey, we've got this special going on, or hey, I've just updated the course with some new relevant information, or hey, here's a hot sheet of uh, some, some things that have happened in the industry that maybe you should know about. Right. So they're never really marketing emails. I don't spam people. I hate spam. Not to mention that I am way too busy to write them now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. For sure. Yeah. Uh, and then if you want to join the League of Main Podcasters, leagueofmainpodcasters.com. Mm-hmm. And if you want to subscribe to Doug Schof's amazing show, Make Man Your Home. There you go. Then you need to do that right now. See, now i got to pay him for it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so now, uh, and of course, if somebody is interested in chatting with you about hiring you, um, what's your website, your phone number, all that kind of stuff? Uh, PortlandPod.com is the mm-hmm. primary website. You can get all the, the pricing information and whatnot. Everything that's included is very transparent. It's right there on the pricing page. You can also go to portlandpod.com slash meet, M-E-E-T, not meet, and you can schedule a consultation with me for an hour. It's $130 for a one-hour consultation. If you're looking for something that's just a real quick chat to determine whether or not we would be a good fit, you can go to portlandpod.com forward slash 15MIN, as in 15 minutes. Oh, okay. And you can schedule a free 15-minute discovery call. I only allow a certain number of those a week. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I would just have a nonstop barrage right, of 15-minute inter- yeah. inter- yeah. interview, interviews with people. All day uh, long. And I'm trying to think, is there anything else I want to make sure that I say? Uh, right. I don't think so. If you want to no. email me, tanner at portlandpod.com. If you want to call me, 207-295-6039. Yep. And or stop by what is this 14 1486 Broadway come yep. in anytime let yep. me know you're coming uh, I mean you can drop by if you right. want, whatever that's fine I mean I, I appreciate you coming on the show man I appreciate yeah. you asking me yeah and uh, um, I can't speak highly enough of you I mean uh, you know everything that you've done for me in the podcast uh, the Make Man Your Home podcast has just been awesome so you Thanks, know, it's really great I think I, I should point something out there too uh, you don't have to come. Doug does not come into the studio to record Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. You yeah. take your mic out into the field. Yeah. You record. You send cool. it back to us. We improve the audio quality as much as we can because it's out in the field. Right. So you can't always control your environment. Yeah. Edit the content. And so if you're somebody like Doug who's thinking about doing a podcast where you go to a brewery or you go, you know, mm-hmm. you go out in a, in an, in, in a, I don't know, a warehouse somewhere to interview a warehouse manager, that's fine. You can do yeah. that too. 
Yeah. Um, and for that matter, I'm happy to chat with somebody too, to kind of help them point them in the right direction, you know, on how I do it. Um, all from the guidance of Tanner though. So, you know, he's the expert, but I'm happy to share with, with people like what, what I do to make it, you know, to make it easy and all that stuff. Um, and I rely a lot on Tanner. I mean, I, you know, he, again, I just, I literally just, what do I, I upload my wave file and it's like, mm. and he even goes onto my, uh, my account and just upload, oh, yeah, uploads true. it and we, you know, we gets did, it all I did, gone. I did mention that, but yep. for new podcasters who sign on, we put you on our platform. We use simplecast.com, mm-hmm. which even if you don't work with us is a great podcast hosting yeah. provider. And I would suggest anybody use them. It's su- su- uh, even it, I've been able to use it. It's super easy. Yeah. And it just, it allows us to have access to your content. Mm hmm. Without having to know your passwords, right? Which is good because yeah. if you ever decide, yeah, I think I just, yeah, I think I just set you up as a manager or whatever. Yep. And, yeah, yeah, and, and, then, and so if tomorrow Doug's like, I don't know, I don't like Tanner anymore, <laughs> you, you just hit a button and like sever that connection, and then we don't have access, right? Where and anybody who's ever had like a website built for them by a Craigslist, you know, kind of person, mm-hmm. all of a sudden the web designer's gone and an issue can't be fixed because you don't have any of the passwords. Yeah, like it kind of solves that problem from a podcasting perspective. So that's that's why we use the platform. We like it a lot. Right. Yeah. Perfect. I think that's it, man. Well, great. This was awesome. Well, hey, guys, I hope this was helpful. Um, Reach out to Tanner. Come say hi. If you're thinking about doing a podcast, he's the man. And, uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll talk to you all soon. And remember, if you're You're going to make make Maine your home, home, you don't don't have have to do do it alone. alone. Yes. Yeah, I like that. Awesome. Hey everyone, thank you for listening to the Make Maine Your Home podcast. If you enjoyed it, please be sure to subscribe to it, uh, rate it, and of course share it. Uh, you can also check out the video version on my YouTube channel at youtube.com slash home. I also want to give a special shout out to Portland Podcast. They're uh, Maine's first podcasting studio. I dump all these files right in their lap and you know they're able to make it happen with ease. So uh, thanks to them. And uh, thanks again for listening. Have a great day and we'll see you all soon.